Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. This is Andrew Frezza, and today I have two great guests. I have Scott Ramage and Josh Price of VAs for Gyms, and today we're going to be talking about how you can leverage virtual assistance to scale your gym and grow your gym. So, welcome to the show, guys. All right, thank you. Pleased to be here. Um, so, I first want to can you one of you guys tell us what is a virtual assistant? I think a lot of people. Um, the first thing I think about is the four hour work week. I think if someone's read the book, the four hour work week, they, they probably know it. And even then it's probably a little confusing, but if they haven't read that book, it's probably completely new terminology for them. So what is a virtual assistant? So a virtual assistant is literally somebody who, uh, you employ either through contract or through a service who is, uh, just doing pretty much any back office work, anything that doesn't require a person on premise. And um, we actually, in, in, our, in our work, we pretty much kind of re-termed it. I know our, our title for our business is VAs for gyms, but we call them virtual professionals because it's been just so incredible to see the quality of work that can happen. So it's someone you employ on a contract that takes care of things for you. That, that does not have to be local. Does not have to be local. Cool. So how did you guys get into doing this and wanting to, to help other gym owners and businesses utilize virtual assistants? Yeah. So it started with a podcast. <laughs> so it started with the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast, which is a podcast that Scott uh, really runs. We started it together, but um, he, he handles all the interviews. And that whole thing is about helping dads become better dads, better fathers. Hmm. Um, but working uh, full-time, uh, myself with my gym, I still own Loco CrossFit in Leesburg, Virginia, um, working for two brand business, um, just doing all the things that I do. And then Scott running the podcast, working for Level Method at the time, uh, we quickly became overwhelmed with how much work it was to, you know, record, edit, uh, put out social media content around that podcast. Um, so Scott uh, set out and figured out how to use VAs and I'll, I'll let him get into that in just a little bit. Um, but then some gym owners, obviously, cause we run in gym circles started asking us, um, can I use your VAs? Can I use your VAs? Can I use your VAs? And we were like, no, no, you don't understand how hard it was to find, hire and train these VAs. So we were not happy to, to give up any of the time. Uh, uh but, Finally, they beat us down, wore us down. Um, and one day Scott called me and was like, I think we have a business here. And I was like, I think we do too. So um, yeah, it came out of necessity of us wanting um, to figure out how could we run three businesses, you know, all at the same time and how, where could we find the help to do that? Yeah. And Andrew, you mentioned four hour work, work week or, uh, and in that book, um, he mentions the personal operating system. So that's something that I've been really dialed into for the last two, three years, really developing a personal operating system where my productivity is um, streamlined. I, I don't, I have a great focus on not task switching or contact switching. And so when we added the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast, and we added this Facebook group with 3000 men who, you know, wanted to have interactions and we had a desire to help them. And I'm running a full-time business and I had some side gigs going and Josh was doing his thing. It was, it, it got to the point where I'm like, uh, like I'm context switching all of the time. 
And for anybody who knows about task switching or context switching, you can lose, this is research-based, you can lose up to 80% of your productivity in one day simply by switching tasks. And that doesn't, that means, you know, answering an email and then going to, you know, you were programming or you were programming and then a, a customer walks in or you're trying to pull a report and then an email comes through. So I was in this scenario where I was really trying to develop my own personal operating system and really getting refined on productivity and hacking productivity and being as um, productive as I can. And then I have this huge thing drop into our lives and I'm like, this is, this is ruining everything. I can't do it all. And that's really where the search for the VA uh, began. And, um, and so it like, you know, and then it kind of carries into what Josh's story is. I love that you brought that up about the, uh, the different switching between tasks. I think it's so important. Um, one of the things that, that I think all gym owners have experienced is answering the phone, answering the gym phone and how, even though it, you might only get a few calls a day, you probably get a lot of spam calls as well. And it doesn't, in theory, take up a lot of time. Just that knowing that you always have that thing lingering is such a big, it, it's just a big hindrance to any type of deep work. Um, and I, have you guys dove into uh, Cal, Cal Newport's deep work? And, oh, yeah. and anybody interested can, can uh, dive into that. And I think that's really important. And it's, it's not so much that it's that many tasks to do, which it probably is if you really dive deep. It's that those tasks can really take away from some of the more deep creative work that you need to get done. Um, cool. So what are some of the main tasks that a virtual professional would take on? Like what would a gym owner get rid of first? Yeah. So what we found, um, you know, obviously that gym owners are overwhelmed by, you know, all these uh, uh, tasks, but also just daunting worries of, you know, owning the business and the coaching and all of that type of stuff. So we kind of, um, <laughs> we have them in three three groups kind of, uh, social media being one, um, so that, uh, being one admin tasks, uh, being two, and then our catch all time sucking tasks <laughs> being three. So, um, that social media stuff is going to be, um, uh, production of social media. Um, we have a whole system that I'll let Scott go into in a, in just a second that we call the social media machine. That's part of our service. Um, admin's going to be, you know, running reports, uh, following up with lost clients or missing clients, following up on credit card payments, any of that type of stuff. Um, and then other time sucking tasks, that's where it really gets variable. And when you get all that other stuff off your plate, that's when the time sucking tasks start uh, popping up. And then everybody's like, hey, Scott, you've already done social media admin this can you do this as well? Can you do this? Um, one of the this is recently was actually payroll. They were like, can you do payroll? And we were like, probably shoot us a video. We'll write an SOP and we can, we'll see if we can do it. And sure enough, we could. Where do you, where do you guys come in in this picture? So I, I imagine that, so you had said three main things, find, hire, and train. Do you do all three? Do you have a specialty amongst those three? Where do you guys come in in this process? So, you know, our name is a little, is a, is a little misleading. And I think that's, you know, just through the development of this, we basically have a pretty large size team of virtual assistants and mm -hmm. they are, we have specialists, we have generalists, we have admin, we have blog writers, we have, um, Social media people are great with social media, video editing, podcast editing, all those things. So basically, when a 
when a client comes in, they're not gaining access to a VA. They're gaining access to our entire team of VAs based on whatever their needs are. So they're, they're actually getting a professional in the area that they're looking at or someone who is well-practiced and, and has done you know a lot of reps and whatever it is that needs to be done. And so one of, one of the things that Josh was alluding to is, uh, well, let me, let me step back. So we hire all the VAs, we manage them all, we train them all, we pay them all, we take care of payroll. Basically our client says, here's what I need done. <laughs> mm. and, and then we create, I like the word machine because it just means that it just continues on. We create a machine for them that just kind of continues over and over and over again. And then they'll throw a new thing into the machine. It's kind of like, hey, this thing just landed on my shoulder. Let me toss it back there. Lands, we, 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 we work with it, figure it out, and then start doing it on a regular basis. If it's a regular basis or it's a one-time task, it's done, one and done. But the reason this all started back to the podcast was I'm, I'm begging Josh, we need to spend some time putting this on YouTube. We need to spend some time. We need to get this stuff out. And this social media machine was created out of that need. And what happened was once that was all developed with our own VAs, we realized, holy cow, gym owners, you know, Josh being one of me have, I've sold my affiliates. I've been there too. We're always searching for like, what am I going to put out on social media? And it's a time suck. It's a brain suck. Sometimes we have these great, uh, flow, we get a flow and we start talking mm -hmm. about things and we can create media, social media, but that's not every day. And so people were buying white label social media, which is great, but then it's the same as everyone else's. You just throw some branding on it, which is totally cool, but it's still not full, fully serving your message. And so we took this concept that we use for the brotherhood and we, we plugged it into the gym scenario. So basically people love doing podcasts and they get going and they're like, crap, I just bought myself an entirely new job. I'm doing this podcast and then I have to edit it. Then I have to take it to production. Then, then it dies there. Maybe people listen to it. Well, from one interview or podcast, we can create, you know, 15 to 20 pieces of very uh, specific social media. We take and we make those Gary V videos clips. So we take really super powerful things that are said by the interviewer or the interviewee. We can, um, and then we take, we take them from both, both the host and guest or whatever the combination is. And we make, uh, we use Canva. We create all sorts of, uh, we call them quote cards. So they mm -hmm. take quotes from there and we build them out and we can use their own media or our, our own resources and build this. And then we have the team that goes and posts it all. So really what happens is you have a social media feed that has two to three pieces going out daily or usually about one to two, because you don't want to overwhelm, but one or two, because then the owner or the staff, when they're feeling right, can throw something in. And so then it's, it's, it just relieves the pressure. And we know that when, when pressure is relieved, a lot of energy can flow, a lot of uh, creativity can come up because then you're not so stressed about, I have to get something out today. And so yeah, that's and a social media machine. Yeah. And it goes into the branding. Everybody asks me, well, how does that brand to you when I get on, you know, discovery calls? And I'm like, easy because you're saying it hmm. you know your message better than anybody but most gym owners are not good at transferring that message onto a written word or whatever else but what i've noticed about gym owners they can talk hmm. they can talk they can talk they can talk so if we're pulling it out it stays on brand it stays on the message that they want it hits the avatar 
um, you know, in the client interview, they're already pulling their avatar into this, this podcast, you know, so, uh, so they're already talking to them. They're already sharing their wins and generating expertise at the same time. And that's where Scott was saying, we can pull. So when the gym owner's talking, we can show expertise. When uh, the client who's being interviewed is talking, we can show uh, the, the wins that the client has had. So it's really, really powerful how out of a 15, 20 minute interview, you know, like Scott said, we can do 20, we can do 30 pieces of content. It can get put out there as much as you want, two times a day, three times a day. And um, what's really cool, um, Scott, you'll know this better than um, I do, but we started helping push press a little bit with um, their old uh, podcast, started um, building content and everything. And their re-engagement went through the roof on their old podcasts. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like this would be a home run for someone like me that has we have our gym podcast, we have our seven figure box podcast, and we're posting one to three episodes a week on both of those. Now, if someone doesn't, if someone's a gym owner, they don't have a secondary brand and they don't have podcasts yet. Are you encouraging them to start a podcast? So you have the ability to extract from that? Or is there another way around this? Nope. Scott teaches them how to do a podcast, like from cool. start to finish teaches them how which is simple. It's not that crazy to do, especially when you have the support. Yeah. And we do have some, some gym owners that just don't want to be highlighted. They don't want to be the one um, being shown or heard. So we teach them how to do client interviews where, and how to set up the camera and the lighting. So you're interviewing a client, you have certain questions that lead to just the stuff you want. And we can do that as well. We have, we have multiple gyms doing that because that takes 15 minutes. I mean, it's, it's a super easy setup. You, you upload the, the work and then our team's like, oh, something's uploaded and we get to work because we've developed a plan with uh, the owner or the GM or who are, whoever we're working with. So you don't have to do a podcast. We have, we have clients that don't do any media at all, but we're doing um, their, their weekly, their monthly, you know, payroll uh, reports on ad spend versus, you know, how the leads are coming through. We do lead nurture. Uh, and I mean, there's just so many different things that we can fill the time with that. Uh, it's just, it's just a matter of pulling it out of them. Josh often says like, if you think you have four things you could offload now you get with us by the end of that, you know, 15 minute conversation, there's probably going to be 15 to 20. And, and that's the truth because people really hold on to things that they think only they can do, but that's, that's not, the case. If it's, if it's something that's repeated and it doesn't have to happen face-to-face -face in the gym, it can be offloaded. And it, quite frankly, it'll be done just as well as you do it. And then most people report, this is better than I ever did. And that's really where people see the magic happen. And then it, like I said, it just becomes this back-end machine that just starts cranking and um, frees them up to do things that will bring in more clients or have better engagement with their clients for better retention and all those things that we really want to happen inside of our businesses. Cool. I want to clarify on how, how a gym like me would work with you or an individual like me would work with you. So typically I've always imagined a VA, okay, you connect me with, with Sally and then Sally is on my staff and I pay her and I've paid you maybe like a finder's fee, but it sounds like the way you guys work, we're just really, we're paying VAs for gyms. We're paying you on more of a broad scale. Now we're deciding what task I will probably need, but we're deciding on, okay, that's how I'm going to pay you. And then 
I could potentially be working with several different people on your team at any given time versus like I'm assigned a specific VA from your team that does everything for me. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. that's the, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, so the way that it works, like in, in a sense, Scott's going to kind of be your assistant ops guy, right? Um, most everything we're going to want to get to the point that it's running like a machine. So you're not having to reach out to Scott, um, you know, too much, but for one-offs, that type of stuff, you know, like you want a new lead magnet built, you know, and, and you need to talk to him or, or, or me about that. Um, but generally things are going to run like a machine. Um, and our team, because I think we have 15 or 16 VAs now that are in the different departments are, are going to do that. So it's not us connecting you with one person. We've got the whole back office built. We step into that role um, for you. Um, to go a little bit further, um, we also move you through this process. So we install that social media machine into your business. Um, yes, we can work, like Scott said, if there's some input that you uh, that you want on top of that um, to make sure that it's getting engaged as well. Lead Nurture, uh, we're going to come in and help with that wherever we can as well, too. Um, but we kind of do have a process of the general needs that we've seen everybody um, so far that, that we've brought on what they need. Um, and then after we get those big chunks done, that's when we start to get more of that one-off work that might be different for your gym versus somebody down the road. You guys have alluded to it a little bit with the brotherhood. Uh, was it brotherhood of fatherhood podcast? Yeah. Um, and other brands that you work with push press, but what could, what have you guys seen from a results perspective through this? Once that social media machine gets built, what have you guys seen from a positive result standpoint? So probably the, the most awesome story is that, um, we had a gym, uh, true core CrossFit or uh, true core fitness, maybe now. And she would not care about me telling the story at all. She called us and was like, I'm having a baby in five weeks. I don't want to step into my gym uh, as soon as that happens. So she's like, sign me up. She gets going. Scott takes her over and what she's been in maybe one day a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's reported back to us over and over again, like, oh my gosh, this has been amazing everything is just getting handled uh we've booked uh intros for her we've you know got social media out we've done everything and she's just like man this is just absolutely amazing so that's probably one of the the coolest and then like we said with push press there's another one of just re-engagement with their social media um scott what else you got yeah so we have a we have another uh kind of big brand client who does nutrition and we have been building her Instagram following, which is a specific way of building her Instagram following. And I was at an event with her this weekend and she hadn't opened her Instagram. She's done nothing. We've done everything inside of there. She's like, holy crap. I have all of these followers. Oh my gosh. I have a bunch of messages. So like right there, she discovered, I have all these messages. She's like, what am I going to do? I'm like, first of all, this is incredible. So I think she had two followers when we started with her. She'd done nothing in there. And uh, she's definitely up now, but uh, the, the power of it is the messages. So then we implemented just yesterday, our team now replying to those messages. 
And then on a, on a normal gym basis, I got a message two weeks ago from a newer client. She says, I have never seen higher social media engagement in my page ever. She goes, it's just, it's going crazy. I've got a lot more people following me. I should, I don't know what it is. I, I know it's you guys because we're doing the stuff, but we're seeing more and more engagement, you know, and, and as Facebook changes, it's algorithms and everything is always changing. We're doing our best to stay with that, but really the, the key here is just consistent activity. And so we're seeing more engagement. And another thing that I love to tell people is like, if you're not doing an interview, I mean, a podcast, if you start doing a podcast, interview people in your gym, because inherently people are not good, good at referrals. They're just not, they may love your gym, but they might not talk to their friend group, Sally and, you know, Susie and all of their friends. But if that person is brought in for a podcast, what are they going to do? They're going to tell everybody I was on a podcast. Mm -hmm. And now we have this natural referral system happening where she probably would have loved to have her friends with her, but it's just not part of a normal person. Like a lot of people just don't inherently do that. And so you start to see growth happening through referrals and, and we're actually creating the content and then you have it. So even if we're posting it, you can share it with that person. What are they going to do when they're highlighted in something on social media? They're going to share it. And so it's just more reach. And so those are some of the organic things that can occur based on just doing some of the things that we offer. Hmm. What are some of your guys' favorite tools that you use or recommend gym owners use? Uh, for, for managing VAs or virtual assistants or overall? Really any, any tools in terms of, you know, it could be social media tools, softwares. Um, you know, it sounds like you guys have a good relationship with push press. And I know they probably have some of their own, those, their own tools that they use, but sort of how do you leverage the people, but also the softwares and technology to maximize your output? So, I mean, we could go with a lot of recommendations. We, we are pretty adept in all of them because, you know, we have a variety of gyms. There's just a ton of them out there. Uh, personally, I, I'm all about productivity. We use Basecamp for project management. It's incredible. It's got your messaging in it. I'm, I'm actually working with the gym right now after they uh, learned our first project management system and I switched to Basecamp. They're like, oh, we need this. Uh, we're going to implement this with our team. So a lot of things we do with our team, they start to see and they're starting to implement in their team. So project management software is way underrated in the gym, mar in the gym market. And so um, Basecamp's huge because it, has, it also has like messaging. So you get rid of WhatsApp or Slack or all those other things. It's a, kind of a one-stop. We have really moved away from social media tools, the paid social media tools for one big reason, because Facebook doesn't like them. And so if you're using a social media scheduling tool, there's some great ones out there. You, as the owner managing the account, have to consistently go in and make reconnections. And so we've actually talked with our, our clients and you most, mostly we will post directly through business manager um, or, or just like have access as an admin and do the posting. So as far as, as tools for social media, we're keeping it pretty organic right within whatever the platform is. Um, but I, I personally like any lead nurture type system. They're all very similar. You know, there's gym lead machine, there's up launch, there's some, um, other brands, genetics, uh, they are all incredible and they're all very similar. So those are next level where you create a landing page, it drops a person right in there. 
And then somebody from our team or somebody can take that and nurture them and get them. It's a nice lead, get them right into the building for their free intro or their, their tour or whatever it is that you do inside of your business. So that's been one of the favorite tools. If people aren't using those, I'm talking to them about thinking about that. Yeah, we, uh, it, it's crazy to say this, but it happens. We've talked to many gyms that they have some type of software like that. Leads are coming in and they're not following up. They might, they might have the automations running, but it is amazing how even with the automations running, if you just have a, a, a VA or have a live person reach out somewhere in that cycle that goes directly you know, to, um, hey, what are you struggling with? Why did you reach out today? And then goes for, for booking, like how fast the booking um, goes up. Like it, it really is insane. And most of those systems um, have that or they have the ability to um, uh, drop voicemail or they have the ability to call through them. Um, and just making use of that, especially with our VAs, because we talked about earlier, um, uh, like answering the phone and everything. Like you get a lead that comes through one of those systems, then you immediately reach out for a call. Um, that's powerful. It's super powerful. But as a gym owner, does somebody have the time just to be sitting there um, all day? Probably not. Does a VA? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. And another element that we haven't touched on is the fact that, and, and this, is, this is not to downplay anybody, but usually people come into your business at, with the thought of being a coach. This is in general. Now there's some gyms that hire specific roles, but a lot of times people come in as coaches. And then I, I did this. And as an owner, I'm like, you know what? I need somebody to work on my social media. I need somebody to clean. I need somebody to just clean, you know, do X, Y, and Z every, pull this report every week. And then we can't figure out why it's like pulling teeth to get it done. Mm. It, this is not a thing that gives them energy. And that's something I'm really, really uh, passionate about is if it doesn't give you energy, it's not going to get done with excellence. <clears throat> and then as an owner, you're always wondering, is that going to get done? Is it going to get done? Right. I had a conversation with the owner today. It's like, I don't even know if it does get done. I think that's mostly the case with a virtual assistant. Uh, if you have them, if you have their full attention, if they are only working on that type of thing, they're going to be super consistent and they're because their job relies on it. They miss a report on the week. That is, that's not good. And so there's a, there's a new level of consistency that occurs that many gym or gym owners and business owners in general didn't even know it existed until, um, until they implemented a system where it's like, man, this is incredible. I get the programming's done at the same hour, the same week. I mean, the same day, every week, I don't have to worry about it. I'm not calling my head coach saying, Hey, how come it's not in SugarWad yet? How come it's not in Zen planner yet? How come it's, you know, not in Wattify? And really it's, it's because that person's fast switching, um, context switching, or they're more interested in doing something else. And it just, it, they're not trying to be bad. It just slips their mind, you know, let programmers program and someone else do all of the the nasty work of putting it in the system and let coaches coach, you know, and let CSM CSM and don't make them do a bunch of reports that they don't want to do. So there's, there's a also tapping into a new energy with the people that you actually have. A lot of people are like, well, I have a GM that does all of that. I would like you to ask that GM what they could be doing with their time if they weren't pulling reports. Yeah. I've done that directly on a clarity call. We jumped on the GM was there with the owner 
And I was like, you have one piece of homework after the end of this call. I want you to come up with everything that you've been wanting to do that you know is going to move the gym forward and let the owner know uh, between that. And when we jumped onto the consultation, it wasn't even a consultation. It was, here's my credit card. Like, I already know what she she's going to do. And it, it's amazing how often that happens, that there's all these other thoughts that if we can just get these um, uh, other tasks, these time-sucking tasks off of the, the GM or the gym owner, whoever's doing them, um, that they have all these other ideas that they know are going to help their business, you know, doing goal setting or digging deeper into individual programming for their clients so that they get better results so that they, they can charge more or charge a premium. Like there's just, they already know what they could be doing. They're just not doing it because they're stuck in these things. Yeah, that's awesome. I was going to ask you guys if, you know, what the benefit of having a VA is versus like a local person doing it or, or one of your coaches on staff. And I think you guys answered that, which is just, you have, you have someone that's in sort of their zone of excellence or their zone of genius. And you get to keep your people in their zone of genius. Have you guys figured out a way to do cleaning remotely yet? <laughs> we are really good at creating an SOP for cleaning. It's amazing how many gym owners, I'm like, do you have an SOP for cleaning? Like, what do you mean? Do you have an actual step-by-step -step guide with pictures and explanations of everything you want done? Because your cleaning person could leave overnight. Guess who's going to be doing it? It's you. Yeah. yeah. So we do totally. actually have an SOP where someone off the street can come in and look at it, this thing and be like, okay, I know what to do. And that's, really powerful in itself but yeah no magical overnight cleaning when you guys get on this side of things what what do you think people struggle with as it relates to delegating what do you think people need to be better at is it the sops deal like what could help people just delegate better whether it's to a va to someone like you or to someone in-house yeah i think the the number one thing is a gross mindset actually it's that um, specialization is kind of a business secret. It's a business hack in a way. If we can start moving towards um, what we are best at as individuals and we can do more of that, then we're going to grow the entire pie, right? Instead of trying to do everything ourselves. So finding the right people to do that. But it's first that, it's the letting go of it, of, you know, um, only I understand this, only I'm invented. Like, um, that's one of the big pieces of uh, bull crap there is out there that nobody's going to care. Maybe they're not going to care about the business the same way you do, but they're going to care about the task, especially if it's in their area of genius. They're going to care and they're going to care more than you, right? My cleaner cares more about cleaning than I do, right? My uh, uh, sales guys now, even though I, I do a lot of selling, but they care more about that. You know, what did the last thing that I did in my gym while I still live there and now live a thousand miles away from my gym, but when I was still there is I loved meeting with my clients and talking to them every day to the chagrin of my coaches because they'd be like, you're interrupting class. And I'm like, oh, but I'm just talking to my people. You know, I'm maintaining my tribe. That's what I loved. So everybody there, especially in those areas of genius, as you put it, like, they're going to love that, especially if they can continue to do that. Okay. So I think that's number one. Uh, number two is probably SOPs because it's a training thing. And this goes back to my days in the army. 
like people don't understand how to train and how it starts with a standing oper standard operating uh, procedure. In the Army, it's tasks, conditions, and standards. What's the task, the conditions, and what you're doing in, and then the standard to which you do it. They don't get that. They don't understand that. So that, that becomes the next thing. Building this out to exactly what is a 10 out of 10, and then going through the process of, of iterating on it. Now it's perfect. Now let me go and train whoever's supposed to do this. So within the gym, that's a problem, but it's a problem that we solve for most of this because we're training people to a 10 out of 10 on these tasks. Awesome. Well, I know you guys have a, uh, a drop dead time here um, in a few minutes. So I want to wrap things up. Is there anything else that, that you guys want to add that you don't feel that we've touched on or just direct people on how they can work with you or get in hold of you guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would say, first of all, if you've tried to hire a VA in the past and you failed at it, uh, just <laughs> I want to say you're in the majority club. It's, it's, a, it's a very difficult thing to do. And there's a lot of, a lot of upfront, a ton of upfront work. So first of all, just don't feel bad that you failed at it. It wasn't a one-off situation. It, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just means that, uh, like I just did a ton of research and I did a ton of interviewing to figure out the best way to hire someone before I even tried. And, and um, you know, so the, it's, it's, a, it's a major process. The, uh, how to get a hold of us, very simple vasforgyms.com. Um, also, we have a, a cool Facebook uh, group for gym owners that you can get in and uh, you'll see just the content even created from the things that we do. And then we can also direct you towards other owners who are having our, are using our materials. So uh, they're in there as well. So it's a great place to ask questions. Is that VAs for gyms on Facebook, the group? Yep. Yes, sir. Awesome. Anything, Josh? Nope. Just reiterate it one more time. VAsforgyms.com. Uh, book a call and you get to hang out with me for 15 minutes, right? <laughs> so who wouldn't want that? Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming on. This has been uh, very exciting for me. I'm, I'm excited and curious to have a follow-up conversation with you guys. And I know some gyms specifically that I work with and that I talk to all the time that could really benefit from what you guys are offering. So appreciate you coming on Josh and Scott and thanks for joining us guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Before I let you go, I have two quick favors to ask. Number one is we have a brand new Facebook group for coaches out there, or if you're a gym owner, you can send your coaches to that group. And that is the Rockstar Coaching Group. This is gonna be a great place for you to see videos and content that I don't post on podcasts or YouTube. So exclusive content and conversations where you can ask questions and get feedback from some of the best coaches in our industry. So if you want to join that group, head over to facebook.com slash groups slash rockstar coach and the number seven. Again, that's facebook.com slash groups slash rockstar coach and the number seven. And then my second favor to ask is if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. It really helps us expand our reach and personally just adds a lot of motivation and inspiration for me to put out more content for you guys. So appreciate you guys for doing this and thanks again for listening.